Hello, and thank you for another development discussion. For the Trade-Off Communication Directorate, and as usual, I'll be your moderator for today's event. Uh, Joining me today at Trade-Off. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you back, sir. I know LPD is our old hat, too, now. We've got shoulder shoulder for several, but we're happy to have you back for a topic that I know you're incredibly supportive of. Hey, sir. Thanks so much. Good morning, everybody. And uh, folks in the room and those that are online, Hey, I'm really excited about today's discussion, the TRADOC Intern Program is a way around. Wouldn't we want and superb? And I'm excited to see how she sees the program maturing in the future. So, Sarah, thanks so much. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us again today, sir. And as I mentioned, today we're going to be talking about internship opportunities available here at TRADOC as well as across the Army. Before we get into introducing all of our amazing guests today, we wanted to share a short video that outlines the internship opportunities here at TRADOC. The U.S. Army Training and Doctrine Command intern program has been established to create opportunities for current students, recent graduates, students with disabilities, veterans, as well as our current workforce with developmental opportunities here at TRADOC. First of all, understand that the intern brings great value to your organization. One of the things we need in the Army and in TRADOC headquarters is generational diversity. And, and working with interns, you've got a great opportunity to uh, get a fresh perspective. We can sort of draw upon the, the intellect of the nation in, in many ways with these, these young kids who are, are, all of them are borderline brilliant. They've been amazing to work with. They bring new breath, um, new ideas, um, new ways of looking at things, doing things. Using interns has always been part of my recruiting strategy. Uh, you've got the opportunity to, to bring in an intern and, and really train them from the beginning of their career. And I think it, it gives them an opportunity to see what the Army does, how we at TRADOC um, are nested into the Army mission, and I think it um, affords them a different look at different opportunities that may be available to them that they may not have ever had the opportunity. What's great about working with interns is you've got a chance to, to work with young professionals and expose them to the TRADOC brand, you know, what we stand for as an organization and an employer. When interns show up, they want to learn. So I start off first by determining what they're interested in learning. So that means we need to talk to the intern about what they'd like to get out of the internship so that we can design a project that will help sort of bring uh, a real-world application, you know, so they can apply, um, you know, what they learn in school, you know, to actual practice. 
I'd say overall it's been a beneficial experience in which I've been able to grow in my skill sets as well as my networks and connections. As a manager, I always enjoy it. I think they keep me young. <laughs> it's nice to, nice to see their smiling faces and to get their, their impressions just on, on things and, and work. They're always excited. It, it sort of refreshes you. Often when we hear internship program, we think people who are temporarily helping out in an office while they attend school. As the video discussed, TRADOC does in fact have a program like that, but we also have another internship option that is a little more in-depth and includes a career path trajectory piece. Details on all of these amazing opportunities. We've invited thirty one years of service and is currently serving as the special assistant for the TRADOC Commanding General's Commanders Planning Group. She manages multiple pro programs, including the intern program. Miss Anthony has served in several director capacities within TRADOC over the last few years. Welcome, Miss Anthony. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And rounding out our panel of pro program experts is Dr. Kay Floyd. Dr. Floyd is the director of William & Mary's Whole of Government Center of Excellence, which is part of William & Mary's Veteran to Executive Transition Program. That program serves as the university's hub dedicated to all matters national security. Dr. Floyd is a vital partner between TRADOC and William & Mary's internship programs. Thank you, Dr. Floyd, for joining us. Delighted to be here. Thank you. And last, but certainly not least, joining the discussion today are four interns. First is Ms. Rachel Melling, a William & Mary graduate, Haley Atkins, a current Old Dominion University student, and Terry Marsh, a Marine Corps veteran. They are all current interns working at Headquarters TRADOC. Also joining us is Helen Tariku, another William & Mary graduate who completed one of the TRADOC internship programs. Welcome to you all. And just a reminder before we get started, we want you to be part of the discussion. So leave your questions in the comment section of the Facebook Live feed or the Watch Page feed wherever you're tuned in at, and we'll try to get them answered during the event. And remember, if we aren't able to get them answered, keep an eye on our social media pages and we'll get answers to your questions and have them posted in the near future. And with all of that out of the way, <laughs> let's get started. Ms. Scott, why don't we start with you? Can you um, get us started with just a kind of a basic overview of the program you're in charge of um, and your connection to it? Absolutely. The Student Volunteer Internship Program is an unpaid training opportunity to design, uh, designed to provide college students with work experience related to their academic program while giving them direct exposure to working within the federal government. I've been overseeing this volunteer program for a year and a half and I'm so pleased to see how it has grown and evolved and I'm eager to share a little more about it with you all today. 
We have been deliberate in our acquisition of civilian talent here at TRADOC, utilizing every available opportunity to us. And in doing so, we've created a hybrid program, combining e-interns, or virtual interns, with the more traditional in-person interns. Now, G2 has had a robust e-intern program for many years, and we've teamed up with them to build upon their best practices, meshing the two concepts together to form our current volunteer program. This has proven to be very beneficial, especially amidst a pandemic. Now, much like the hiring process, we work with our managers to draft the perfect job description. Our internships are advertised online, and students can find our announcements on Handshake or LinkedIn. And we've also partnered with several local colleges and universities with whom these internship opportunities are shared with as well. Students can apply by submitting their resume, a writing sample, and their transcripts for consideration. And additionally, we have established a security process which allows us to grant CACs to students. Students typically intern during their school semesters, but we have had many been known to extend their internships beyond that. Our onboarding process is strong, and this is a wonderful opportunity to link amazing talent from college students to TRADOC. Now, to me, this sounds like more of the traditional internship program that um, we, we all probably think of when we hear internship program. So it is, in fact, the volunteer program where students are still full-time um, with their education. This is just kind of broadening their, uh, their, edu their employment opportunities. So, Absolutely. Um, how long has this, project, this program been part of TRADOC? So we were tasked by the CG, you know, a year and a half ago to just utilize every available opportunity. And the volunteer program in itself, you know, was being utilized by G2 as e-interns. So the volunteers in general have been available to us as federal and the federal government forever. So we just tapped in, did a little more research to kind of r ramp it up and uh, combine the two to uh, make it as successful as possible. Perfect. And what's kind of the feedback you've been getting from leadership and those kinds of things? Because these are individuals that we have to bring in and mentor and be sure that we're actually giving them a positive experience. So what's been kind of the reaction from TRADOC leadership? It's been very positive. It's another opportunity for uh, managers to vet their, these employees. Uh, you can consider it an extended interview um, and see their work ethic and students can try out TRADOC and TRADOC can try out these students to see if they would like to keep them on full time. Perfect. So there, it sounds like there's kind of an opportunity for them to stay on even, and that's huge. I mean, I know internships, that's always kind of a vital piece is if they're qualified and doing well and enjoying themselves, they can certainly stay. So Absolutely. can lead to future opportunities for sure. Excellent. Now, what kind of areas are these interns working in throughout um, TRADOC? We have interns working all throughout TRADOC. We have, we have reached out to every directorate and organization. We have them in Iraq, of course, G2. Um, uh, we have Helen, who was our CHRD intern in the G14. So we have planted them everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I know I personally, working in the headquarters, I get lots of experience with all kinds of different interns, but especially with the, the volunteer interns. And you mentioned Helen, so let's, let's, get, let's talk to Helen for a little bit. Helen, thanks for joining us. Um, before we get kind of into the program exactly, do you want to give us an overview of your experience with it, kind of what you did while you were here at TRADOC, and then what you're doing now? 
Um, hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. So during my time at TradeOff, I worked as a civilian human resource communications intern. And through that position, I worked as assistant executive director in telling the TradeOffs to both employees that already work in other departments of TradeOff to customers and also the general public and students like myself. This role, the main focus that I had was known as the intern project. And that was, as we've been talking about thus far, kind of showcasing the benefits of having interns join TradeOff and how it's a win-win relationship for everyone. And kind of highlighting to both students who may be interested or never even heard of TradeOff, how they can join on, but as well as to other departments, how these interns are so willing and able to be a valuable asset to them. And they just need to be willing and able to take us on. And that was just kind of my main focus and something that I aim to highlight during my time. Um, but currently, I am working at the Department of Veterans Affairs at the Office of In Information Technology, and then I'm eventually going to head off to law school. Excellent. Thank you, Helen, for that. We really appreciate your time, and it sounds like you're really being a great ambassador for us, for uh, other students who may want to take part in this. So. Um, as your time at William and Mary, if there's other students or friends of yours that may be considering this, why would you encourage them strongly to apply and take part in this program? Speaking from personal experience, I had no knowledge or experience with the Army trade-off in general or even just like the military as a broader concept and getting to know the lingo and jargon. So for me, this is a great opportunity to be able to broaden my horizons as well as additional work experience and especially in something that I was not as familiar with and for students that are hesitant I would say you just got to take the leap of faith like I did because it was such a valuable experience that I got to partake and I got to learn so much I got to do so much and it was something that I would not have been able to participate in if I had not just decided to kind of go into the unknown and through this experience, I was able to grow as a person and as well as an intern and learn so much. So I'd really recommend it to everyone. It was a positive experience. That's great, Helen. It sounds like you really had a great experience and it seems like um, that experience actually helped you expand to where you're at now. And, and that's, a, that's a huge plus because that's the whole point of why um, Ms. Scott does work so hard to keep this program going. Um, Ms. Scott, I do have a question for you. How many um, interns do we currently have enrolled and is that kind of normal or are we looking to expand this program? So I've been really impressed with how many interns we have uh, brought on since we started this cohort in October. So since October, we have vetted and placed 24 inter volunteer interns. Um, of course, the numbers kind of uh, up and down depending on the semester that the school, the students are attending, but 24, so very good. <laughs> hey, uh, Hannah, I wanted to ask you, so what's unique about this program, or what's different about this program than other internship programs? Could you highlight that a little bit? Sure. Um, you know, um, um, really great things about this program. Um, first off, like I mentioned, the volunteers are free. Um, and so this is an opportunity for our managers to vet and do an extensive interview, um, time to spend with them to see if this is a good fit. Um, we've also partnered with local schools and universities and building these relationships is a direct uh, line to talent with college students and what better way to get civilian talent than partnering with schools. 
Um, additionally, we've learned that students are incentivized in a lot of different ways despite it being a volunteer program. Uh, we have schools who require internships from their students before they graduate. We also have schools that have been granted federal work-study grants, so they are able to pay their students on their end. Um, and additionally, we have schools that have just um, instilled the importance of experience, and so these students want the experience for resume builders. Yeah, awesome. So uh, let me also ask you this. So, you know, it's the students in school with their academic uh, workload, if you will, and then they're doing the intern. How are we able to help them with the work-life balance, if you will? I would think that we could be somewhat accommodating. Can you talk to that a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, schedules are very flexible, and of course, we're in a very digitized environment, and students are able to work virtually and work a little different than your normal eight to nine to five job hours, but they're able to provide research at all hours and support our managers. Our managers have also been super supportive of that. Uh, catering to the schedules and um, managers know that school comes first and so they work with the students on that. So I'm going to ask this last question and, and Dr. Floyd I'm going to ask you the same question so I'll give you a chance to think about it a little bit. What do the schools get out of this? Students decide, but what's the benefit to the schools? Can you, do you have any insights on that? I think a lot of people don't know much about working with the federal government, and this is an opportunity for them to learn um, a lot about what we do. And it's a great opportunity. Great, certainly, thanks. Um, and Dr. Floyd, we were just kind of discussing the importance um, of these programs and these partnerships. So, and being William and Mary and being a huge piece of that, what are you what are you seeing in the students that are taking part in this program? Well, first of all, I want to you know make sure to thank all of you again. You know, Hannah, you've been a tremendous supporter of our program, uh, General Christian, of course, General Funk as well. We're really pleased to have this uh, strong relationship and also assist the other universities in this. But when we look at to answer your question, sir, um, you know, kind of what is the benefit here to the university? What is that relationship point on? You know, what are the students getting out? of blend a little not speak for our Chancellor Robert Gates or President Catherine Rowe, but you'll hear them reiterate these themes and a lot of um, their commitments to the region and to the nation. You know, it's a great way for William and Mary and also something we have at, at our campus called the Studio for Teaching and Learning Innovation to have this opportunity to have the students engage in experiential learning, where they take their classroom experience and then learn by doing, and then are able to reflect on that experience. Um, one of the last things I'll say as well is that it's able to help the university as well as the students gain that experience um, about the many roles that the U.S. Army is going to play in national security from holistic health and fitness to library science to, to future hunters. And of course, under our William & Mary VET program, whether it's a student or a staff member, we're looking to do everything we can to, to help bridge that civil military divide and to really be um, good partners for, for TRADOC and our other military friends. Yeah, Dr. Floyd, thank you so much for that response. And I want to take that a little bit further. You know, in my intro, I talked about where you thought this might go in the future. 
so if you were to postulate for a little bit, what do you think are the opportunities, you know, next year or the year out? Well, sir, I might turn that question back to you. What do you have for us? Um, no, I think that uh, this has been a tremendous platform. I've really enjoyed working uh, with Hannah to see uh, units that maybe didn't previously think, oh, we could have an intern here, then open up their, their eyes to the possibility of how that could be a force multiplier to bring that liberal arts perspective or that university perspective. You know, the other thing William & Mary has been doing informally is assisting other schools to set up similar programs, whether that's or in the physical domain. So I would love to see, and I'll, I'll quote our special assistant uh, for veterans and military affairs, Bob Merkel here, but that network of networks to work with you all to say, how can we really do a better job of working hand in hand? So, you know, each year we have the students gaining that access. We have the shared expertise back and forth. It's a tremendous benefit that you are able to sponsor students with the cat cards. Um, if I had a dream and I'm not pressuring you, sir, you know, the more we can do to have students of all types in that pipeline work toward their security clearances is better for the region and it's better for the nation. Hey, thanks for that response. And as, so I get the responsibility and I'll certainly walk ac work across the command with Hannah and uh, Susan here to see if we can't uh, increase our capability. Uh, but thanks so much for the response. Sarah? Yeah, no, these are some really great uh, opportunities for these interns. And uh, you spoke a you spoke a little bit about the civilian and the civil military relationship. Now, how important are those um, and how do we nurture those through these programs? How is, how is that nurtured and why is it so important um, for these interns to get to understand that firsthand? Dr. Floyd? Yes, absolutely. One of the things we try and do and, of course, encourage other universities to do the same to, to kind of and national security, of course, we're sending it to them, don't worry, uh, but also the business school, the law school, uh, students that are tracking marine science, because if there's one thing that William & Mary tries to um, impart is that the Army does everything. I mean, the leading funder of research in so many different areas that you can basically pursue your dreams um, with the military, and maybe a student didn't previously think about that. So we'll try and open their horizons. You know, we're big in terms of strategic broadening, and hopefully this ties a little bit into your strategic leader uh, development ambitions as well, to have students that maybe never thought, oh, I should apply to Fort Eustis or to Tradoc, um, deciding that that's a good option for them. Uh, thank you, Dr. Floyd. I really appreciate that. And it, it's really interesting to me that you guys do so much work in making sure that you are finding students who are a great fit for this opportunity. Because um, internships are there and they're encouraged, but with the federal government, I know I personally, as a recent graduate, had no idea that this opportunity, these opportunities with the federal government existed. And sometimes you hear those and you might think that there's um, barricades or barriers to being able to work with the federal government at this level. Um, so this is really great. It's really encouraging to hear that traditional internships can actually get you into the federal government, which like you said, just seems a little unreachable as a college student, but that's right. actually that's absolutely fabulous. And we spoke, you spoke a little bit to the the diversity. So, General Christian, I actually have a question for you. The Army is super focused on diversity in their ranks right now. So, how do these internships kind of play into why is the civilian diversity important to 
Army readiness and being a more diverse force? Well, I think diversity is important all the way around, whether you're in uniform or you're not in uniform. So bringing the different uh, work-life experiences, uh, your family experiences, academia from uh, all uh, generations and all different backgrounds, I think just gives us different views on how we can solve problems. You know, at the beginning of this, I talked about the ability of the interns to come in and see something different and be creative in how they could solve a problem, right? Well, I think if you overlay diversity on top of that, given their background, they may see something a little bit different than I might see it, which doesn't make it bad. It just gives me a lens into a thought process that I had never really considered. I think the G2 is probably having some of that experience. So, you know, we absolutely welcome the diversity. In fact, we encourage it. So the more, the merrier. Yeah. Absolutely. And the more the merrier is actually a great, great idea for that, because I know Hannah's working really hard to get the program expanded. And now, what universities are you currently working with? Um, William & Mary is obviously a huge partner and a supporter of this, but what other universities in the area are you um, working with? And are you kind of limited? It sounds like the e-option might allow more of a geographical spread, if you will. Absolutely. So currently, we have memorandums of agreement with, uh, of course, William & Mary, Christopher Newport University, Hampton University, and we just signed um, a few months back with Oklahoma State University. So that is across the country. Um, again, this program is uh, ready to be spread out across TRADOC, and we can work with our COEs to mirror this locally for them. So, and help them to reach out to their local sco schools and universities. Excellent. Oklahoma, you know, that's, that's a haul. That's so, that's impressive that TRADOC and the Army is having that kind of um, influence for these student interns. I, that's an incredible opportunity to... The more the schools hear about this, they're like, we want to get on board. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so Hannah, I want to pull on that thread a little bit, right? So when you think of TRADOC, most people associate for uses Virginia with TRADOC, right? And that's where the headquarters is. We have many installations, post camps and stations spread across the entire United States. Right. So, for example, we have units inside of, uh, obviously, Virginia. We have one in Richmond. Uh, we're in uh, Fort Jackson, the Jackson area. So there are eight or nine different locations which we, if you will, do business, right? Is there a way in which we can get the word out to those local universities? And if so, how would we do that? So I encourage our um G1s. I've spoken with many as we've shared what we've done so far, and I encourage them to just contact the career services with each school, and that's a great place to start to reach out and, and then find who you need to contact in order to um, share our intern opportunities with them. And most, you know, our schools are working with internships. They've just never thought to work with the government on them. So, mm, Great. Thanks. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Floyd, you kind of mentioned how you are kind of a pilot program, for lack of a better word, for these kinds of internships. So how are you sharing this opportunity that you're seeing your students take part in with the other universities that you may have direct contact with, especially on the national security side of things? That's a, that's a very unique piece of this internship that you mentioned. 
Definitely. Well, I mean, our whole of government center was set up um, by, you know, the governor, by the Commonwealth to kind of be of service in this area. So whenever anyone wants to engage, if you're watching, first of all, please contact Hannah, but I'm happy to help you as well. Um, you know, I've taken phone calls over the years before we became Zoom obsessed or, you know, MS Teams to say, OK, how did we do this? You know, William and Mary, um, as a public university, wants to help others. So I'm extremely happy, you know, to those listening or in the future to, to advise and whatnot. But I think it's the realm of the possible, right? And the ability to use our imagination. That she too and Lee Grubb, Dr. Hutchins, with her future hunters and the importance of ridiculous ideas and whatnot. But to really, where possible, think out of the box. Um, and I think the pandemic's really pushed us to do that as well to say, uh, you know, to Hannah's point earlier, like what is more that we can uh, accomplish and, um, you know, figure out a creative way to, to make this mutually beneficial to everyone. So uh, the last thing I'll say is I'm also a little bit of a, a mother doc where I have had students before that didn't have these programs that we're happy to take them under our fold um, and involve them in, you know, technically a William and Mary program, but really just help it be an experience for them if they don't have a, a home base. And of course, we'll help their university set it up if they're interested in that. But the little ducklings can come our way too. We appreciate that. And everyone loves a mother duck that's going to pull people in and really mentor and make sure that they're on the right path to being successful. And um, we're going to kind of shift gears here because we kind of talked about more of the complex um, elements of an internship um, to Miss Anthony. Miss Anthony's program that she's in charge of is a little bit more complex. There's a little more opportunity. Um, but could you explain to us, kind of give an overview of the program that you're in charge of? Absolutely. So the programs that I work with are primarily paid interns. Um, they can go from high school interns, kids that are still in school, they come to work half a day, they go to school half a day, all the way through um, college internships. Um, some of them are Army paid, some are TRADOC paid, it's, it's, it's a variety of them. What I like to tell the interns is though that they're all treated the same. No matter who pays the bill, no matter where they're at, we send them to the same training, give them the same experiences and um, give them an opportunity to work all across the headquarters. That way they know what they want to do when they grow up. Absolutely, and I think that's key because I think a lot of people think internships and they think college. So the fact that we have an opportunity for high school students, that's, that's pretty incredible in that uh, the flexibility of your program allows students. Absolutely. And that program has been in place for many years. I was actually a high school student in my junior year I started. I worked half a day, came to school half a day, um, stayed a GS1 until I graduated and became a GS2. And I, I was fortunate enough that the organization I worked for offered to pay for my school. So I stayed, worked full time and went to school full time. And they paid the bill. That, that's it, it was a win-win for both of us. Um, it gave me an opportunity. I was in D.C. at the time, so I got to float around to a lot of different places. But it gave me the opportunity to learn the Army, you know, and, and align myself with leaders and senior leaders. And, and I was taught early how to speak to people and be comfortable speaking to senior leaders. Um, so I do the same thing now with the interns. I, I put them in the command group. They rotate through the command group. They either work for the CG, the DCG, the DCOS, the sergeant major. 
it, it helps them as they go through this experience to figure out how to operate in the environment. They also get to see the big picture, which then helps them down the road understand the Army and the Department of Defense and working side by side with soldiers they teach them things, just the, the day in, day out life experiences of a soldier stand unless they've been part of a family that has someone in the military in it. Yeah, and it sounds like the Army is really um, great about communicating their culture, and it sounds like this is a really great opportunity to allow people into that culture a step further than just seeing it on TV or at parades in their local area. So I think that culture piece that you mentioned is really, really great for um, the high school and the college students. So with the college students, because they can be um, recent graduates or currently enrolled in school, so what's, how does that program work with those who may have been um, recent graduates or those who may be currently enrolled in school? So they pretty much work the same um, in that how they get to the internship. So it's a matter of us getting a resume, a unofficial transcript, and then having a conversation with them. Do we have opportunities that are in line with their schooling? and? If they've graduated, do we have opportunities to send them to school for our masters or different, pro there's, it's endless. It's about, it's really about learning what the intern wants and shaping their career around that. And when they understand that we care about what they want, they're all in. That's, that's what they want. They just want somebody to, to know them, to recognize that they're gonna help them get where they want in their career and to know that we're not gonna let them fall. It's, it's a safe environment. You're safe here. No, that's incredibly important, I think, to a lot, like you mentioned. People want to know that they're being um, heard and understood a lot like the This Is My Squad. We encourage people to get in there and understand people so that we can manage their talent and help get them to places where they're going to thrive and learn. And So how does your program allow um, interns to learn what they want to do, like you said, when they grow up? How, do, how does the program um, flex to that. So it's really a give and take between the intern and the leader, the person managing them about, um, hey, I want to I want to work in public affairs when I start. But they get into the developmental and they understand after about three months or four months, hey, this is not necessarily what I want to do. Maybe I want to go to work in the G3 and understand more about what the Army and TRADOC does. So it's that constant communication back and forth. Um, I touch I have a touch point with them at least weekly if not more often you know some are closer to me than others um, but they always know that they can reach me and and I'll give them advice and we'll look for opportunity it's everybody wants free labor it's free labor <laughs> right now so everybody's willing to take somebody on and TRADOC as a whole um, all of the staffs all of the centers have done nothing but accept these kids and and they speak volumes about them I I have one, one intern, he's graduated now, he's actually a GS-15, and when he was an intern, we sent him to Bolick, and he was top grad. Wow. He couldn't get awarded top grad because he was a civilian, it was a policy thing, but they were all in, you know, and, and the thing about going to Bolick in the career field they're working in is it allows them to um, gain relationships with military that they will have throughout their career. So there's, there's so many things that you can do. It's endless. Yeah, I mean, 
I personally have had a lot of experience with some of your interns as well, um, it, directly in the public affairs office, and they are some of the most top-notch individuals I've worked with. And um, I think that that goes that gives credit to your program and how you're finding these individuals and really motivating them and pinpointing their knowledge and skills and where they want to go, so they feel valued and they just really want to be a huge part of this yeah. team and. Um, I think this is a great time to actually reach out to some of these great interns who are doing great things here at TRADOC. Um, Rachel and Haley, <coughs> pardon me, and as well as Terry are all current interns here at uh, TRADOC working with under Miss Anthony's supervision. Um, Rachel, let's start with you. Let's start with uh, who you are, where, what you're about, um, where you came from, and what you're currently doing here at TRADOC in your program. Sure. Hello, everybody. Um, my name is Rachel Melling. Um, I am a current Career Program 26 fellow. Um, Career Program 26 kind of specializes in manpower and force management, so that's kind of what we focus on throughout our program. Um, I started back in March of 2020 as a GS7. Um, I just recently became a GS9, and then in less than a year, March of next year, I will graduate the program as a GS11. Um, at that point, I'll be permanently placed into an organization. Very excited. Um, so throughout our program, we are able to kind of rotate through different organizations throughout the command. Um, kind of gives us an overview of what the command does. We get to see different things and get to experience different things. Um, so at the beginning of my program, I started in the Acquisition Management and Oversight Directorate. Um, we worked with building contracts for different organizations that TRADOC oversees. Um, from there, I rotated into the TRADOC Deputy Commanding General's Office. Um, I worked with General Martin for about two months before transitioning over to the TRADOC Commanding General's Office. Um, so I worked very closely with General Funk and General Funk's staff. Um, and that was really a great opportunity to kind of learn how TRADOC works from the top, from the top down. So I kind of got to see a little bit of everything that TRADOC gets to touch, it gets to deal with. So that was an amazing opportunity. Um, from there, I rotated to Congressional Activities Office. And that was really a great place for me because I got to kind of merge my educational background. I was a government major at William & Mary. Um, so I got to really merge that political science with what I was working on and how kind of Congress works with the Army. And that I think was a great thing for me. I got to really pull from my, my background. Um, from there, I moved over to TRADOC G2. Um, I am actually currently with Mr. Grubbs in the Mad Scientist team. Um, and Mad Scientist kind of focuses on crowdsourcing, kind of pulling ideas from industry, academia, pulling ideas into the Army, looking at what the Army is missing in terms of the future operational environment. Um, and I'm actually be published pretty soon on the Mad Scientist blog, um, so that's very exciting. Looking forward to that. So it's truly a great opportunity for us to kind of um, get like a whole of TRADOC um, experience, kind of learn everything that goes on here, and then we kind of get to get to see where we want to go. Hey, uh, Rachel, it's General Christian. So you've cut across a lot of parts of the organization. Uh, I'm going to ask you what I think is going to be a hard question. How would you characterize that experience? Sir, that's a big question. Um, kind of overarching, I think it's been um, an eye-opening experience. Um, coming out of college, I 
you know, you kind of don't know what you want to do. You're kind of open to a lot of opportunities. And I knew that I had a big or a big um, interest in national security and government and where those two can merge. And I think the Army and DOD was the perfect place for me. And learning in TRADOC, I think, was the perfect command to kind of open my eyes to what the Army does, because we touch soldiers from the beginning to the end. And I think that's the best experience for us. We get to learn each stage of what the soldier does, and that truly gives us an experience to kind of see where we can insert ourselves, where can we help, and it kind of gives us a bunch of opportunities to see what we can do um, in the Army. So I think, especially being able to rotate to everything, I think was a great experience because it just allows us to see where can we go, where can we be helpful. Great, thanks. Uh I have another question for you, Rachel. Now, it sounded like you, everyone picks a major, everyone goes to school because they're interested in something. Now, did your experience, have your experiences throughout TRADOC kind of adjusted um, your career dreams and trajectory on, on that? It's definitely um, made me think some more about what I want to do in the future. Um, I think I came into school kind of having one path in mind, kind of, I know I want to do political science. I know I want, I'm going to work for the government in some way. I think when I really truly got my first internship um, as a junior in college, um, I worked in ARCIC, um, which was a former organization of TRADOC. And I think that was really my first experience with the Army in general. So I think that really opened my eyes to, oh, I can work for the government in DOD. And that was kind of where I merged national security and political science. And then when I worked with the Congressional Activities Office, that was really where I saw myself um, going after. I was like, where can I merge Congress and the Army? And that was like the perfect place. So it's kind of opened my eyes to, oh, I do want to work with political science, but I also want to do work with um, DOD. Well, I know we're incredibly um, happy to have you and proud to have you, so we appreciate you sharing your experience. Um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit, and Haley, we're going to talk to you for a little bit. I understand that you are a current uh, student, so you have not graduated just yet, but if you could give us a little bit of your background and what you're doing currently here at TRADOC in your internship program. Yeah, of course. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Haley Adkins. Um, as Sarah said, I am a current student at Old Dominion University. Um, I am a junior who is studying business administration with a concentration in accounting. Um, so I started working for TRADOC in June of 2019. Um, I just started school, um, fresh out of high school. Um, so I um, started off in G8, which is the resource management, and that's kind of where I saw myself. I started working in the financial accounting department, um, and it was right around our year end, so I, it was a very busy time there, and I got, I got to see a little bit of everything, um, which was great. Um, and after that um, is when uh, Miss Anthony pulled me into her program, and I got to move around on developmentals and get to try out a little bit of everything so after accounting, I moved to the Manpower and Force Analysis Department, um, and I worked um, on Schedule 8, um, budgeting stuff, and everything like that, which was a great opportunity. I absolutely saw myself working there, um, which is why I love this program so much, getting to rotate. You get to see a little bit of everything that you'd like, because coming in, I never would have thought that would where I where is where I wanted to end up, but 
here we are. <laughs> um, and after um, MFAD, I moved up to the command group and worked with Command Sergeant Major Hendricks for six months. Um, I got to travel around with him, work on his social media. Um, and like Rachel, it was a great experience. Um, I came in not knowing much about the Army, and that was absolutely where I learned the most about the Army and how it works and kind of the pyramid scheme of how everything works top to bottom. And also like Rachel, after the command group, I have moved down to G2 and I'm currently working in Mad Scientist as well right now. So um, I'm absolutely looking forward to the future and um, more rotations coming up. <laughs> That's great, and thanks for sharing that. And you being a current student, um, how do you think that your experience here in the internship has actually helped you in your current studies or how you are continuing to choose your classes to finish up your degree? So going through and choosing classes that I'm um, working on after being here, it's a lot easier to kind of decipher what classes I like after knowing that um, MFAD is where I want to end up. I So I kind of choose classes that are more directed towards the analysis portion of stuff, um, accounting, analysis, budgeting, all of that stuff. Um, and of course, you have to take some gen ed classes that everybody has to take, but I have a more direct approach of where I want to end up. And I think that this has absolutely helped me decide where I want to end up. That's incredibly encouraging to know that we've, um, the program has been able to give you some guidance and really give you, uh, help you find your passion and your goals and your career trajectory. So thanks for sharing that. And Terry, you're up next. <laughs> so I know you actually have an even more different um, path to TRADOC here. So uh, I understand you are, were prior military. So can you give us kind of an overview of yourself and how you've come to this program and how it's been for you so far? Um, yes, awesome. Um, thank you so much. Um, my name is Terry Marsh. Um, thanks for having me here today. Um, I, to, to get to your question, yes, I am a, I'm a veteran. Um, I served eight years in the Marine Corps. Um, I had a little time in between uh, my Marine Corps career um, and starting at TRADOC. Um, so in previous um, employment, um, I was lucky enough to work with a retiree who, you know, is related to, to um, a pretty senior GS official that that told me about this amazing opportunity where you can come on and and literally work with with the brightest with the brightest minds in the military, both civilian and both civilian and military, and um, you can just work you can just learn and and become a um, a management analyst for for manpower and force management. So. Um, Unlike um, my two uh, coworkers here, um, I'm pretty much the baby in the room. <laughs> um, I've only been a part. I've only been a part of this um, this internship for about six months now. I came on in February of this year. Um, I started um, with at TradeDoc G8 um, in MFAT in the Force Integration Division. Um, during my time there, um, I did pretty much a lot of the same things Haley did. Set in on TAAs, um, learned about POM schedules, traps, and all that good stuff. Also, while I was there, um, I worked. I worked with um, H2F um, for their um, change management plan. I was generating task lists and conducting interviews with the uh, su subject matter experts on, you know, how to get the workload data and all that stuff um, analyzed. 
Um, now um, I'm working with Miss Anthony up in the Commanders Planning Group, um, where I'm also a social media um, coordinator. Um, yeah, and up there I just you know try my best to aid and, and help help the Army you know target and recruit um, the the brightest minds um, so they can have you know successful careers um, in either you know the military side or the civilian side. Um, ever since being here, um, this has been the literally probably one of the most awesome opportunities um, I've had in my entire life. And um, I've only been in here for six months, but I'm extremely, I'm extremely ready and, and, and happy for what the future may bring. That's really excellent. Thanks for sharing that with us. And being a former Marine and kind of knowing the military culture, we've discussed um, how these internships are really great for building the, the civil military connections. You've already got that, but have you, what kind of experiences have you had so far in your short time here that is, that continues to build your knowledge of the military? Um, that's a great question. Um, I would say for me personally, um, when you're when you're in the military, especially on the enlisted side, um, there's not really there's not really too many ways you can interpret things. Um, things are black and white. Um, you're told to 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 do this, march this way, and and you're in you're you're told to execute. Um, since since joining this in the, within this six months, I've already been you know encouraged you know by Mr. Anthony, by you know Mr. Matt Page, um, by everyone. You know you're given you know your right and left lateral limits and. And you're you're allowed to to just take chances, and um, they're not they're going to be there completely. You're always surrounded by all the knowledge and all the help that you need, um, but they literally let you fly. And and I've been I've already been able to um, you know make some you know critically think and analyze a lot of situations. Um, and you know we're we're really asked for our our own input on things, and and I feel like that you know definitely helps embolden you know your your professional confidence your your professional development and and yeah things like that getting out of the monotony of of just you know there's only one way to do things <laughs> um that's that has definitely um you know helped me and broadened um you know my intellect and in, in everything since being a part of this program thanks terry for that that's uh we love that we're able to continue to encourage you to think outside the box and continue to um, build on that military culture of just really in, encouraging creative thinking so miss anthony i actually have a question for you we've kind of talked about how um, all of these interns are incredibly um, they are given pretty wide parameters and boundaries of what they're able to do and the input that they have so how do we make sure that we're bringing in the highest quality of our interns? So how do people apply for this? So it's very similar to how they apply for the um, program that Hannah runs. So we utilize Handshake, we utilize LinkedIn, um, and actually the interns have become the best recruiters that we have. So I'll get resumes and say, I know so-and-so and their mom and, you know, this and that, and we, we vet them, we read through everything. I talk to everyone personally, um, and it, it's worked for us. We are up to, between DA interns, TRADOC interns, uh, we are up to about 64 right now on the path to 100 before the end of the year. 
that is an incredible number of folks that we have coming in eager and ready to learn and just like the four that we have here three who are currently working with us uh, they're just incredibly motivated and ready to go and so that's it's really inspiring to know that we are going to continue to expand so um, another question for you is if there's commands out there that may not have these interns even Hannah for you they may not have these volunteer programs how, how do you encourage them to bring these kinds of individuals who are really getting after it um, to, their, to their commands? So much like Hannah, you know, we work directly with the G1s, the G8s. Um, we try to send them to other commands, other centers for uh, developmental opportunities. Send them up to the Pentagon for a developmental. Um, the more that people get to see them and see that they're not just there to what I call build books, binders, they're actually there to do work and they're a productive member of the team, they want them. So they'll call and say, okay, Susan, I can place three of them at this site or at the department, and we provide the opportunity to the interns to pick where they want to go, and that's pretty much it. It's just really your voice being out there. I am very active on LinkedIn to put out information about the interns. Um, I talk to a lot of different companies. I talk to a lot of different universities about opportunities and uh, the same with the centers. That, that's excellent. And I know that's probably a, a question a lot of the students who may be watching right now or even the leadership that may be watching right now, how do they, how do they find these opportunities? Because I'll go back to being <laughs> a recent graduate. I had no idea these opportunities existed. And like the federal government just seems so far out of reach. So um, how, how do students learn about these different opportunities for when they're still in school or even as they recently graduated? I think word of mouth, like Susan said, is key um, in educating our force of you know these available opportunities. Again, it's just getting the word out, and we're thankful for this opportunity today to do that. Um, just learning there, it's not that difficult to actually utilize this program, these opportunities to the maximum. No, it's uh, we get opportunities if we're a member of Handshake that we can go to job fairs. We can. We can put more information on um, LinkedIn. So right now for the TRADOC centers, I put out the information. We do the hiring locally here just so that we're tracking who we have and so forth. But the centers are doing the selections as far as I, this is the person I want. And we change. I have this little pamphlet in front of me to keep me straight. But we change this little pamphlet and put it out on LinkedIn based on the location and the type of job that that location is looking for. Perfect. And I just, I love that each, because each of our centers of excellence has a different focus um, of what they do for TRADOC here. And so I think it's great that each of these commands are really starting to embrace these programs. Um, and it, Major, as a leader in TRADOC, what do you see, how do you see these programs enhancing TRADOC as a whole? Or what, what do you see as, what would be your ultimate goal with these programs for TRADOC as well, a whole? Well, that's a great question. So I'll start with this. So uh, we've heard this from General Funk a couple of times. Look, this is a people's business, right? This is all about talk, taking care of people. Susan, you alluded to that. Hannah, you alluded to that as well, right? Uh, what TRADOC gets out of it, and we talked a little bit about diversity, right? So we have younger minds coming in, seeing the world differently than someone who, it, me, I've been in uniform now 40 years. And so they bring the depth of seeing the world differently. You know, we talked about social media, right? I am not a social media monster. 
uh, yet Terry there seems to be getting after it pretty hard. So they come together with these different views and they challenge our institutional thinking, which I think is phenomenal, right? So why is that important? Because we get in the habit of do solving the same problem the same way over and over again. And our world and the business we're in is evolving from day to day, if not uh, faster actually. And so when these young minds come at it and they ask the question, why do you do it that way? I think it should cause us to t pause tactically and encourage them to say, well, how would you do it differently? And they may give us insights. In fact, many have given us some very good yeah. insights <laughs> as to how to solve the problem differently. And we've taken that feedback and we've, we've let them run with the idea. And you've got a couple of interns that have talked about that, Rachel being one. I mean, she's cut across all parts of the organization. I'm sure she's asked a lot of questions in terms of why do we do it that way? I suspect the staff has said that's because that's the way we've always done it. <laughs> and she's now offered a different view and a different way to tackle the problem. And I would hope that she and the other interns have run away with it. I gotta believe from a William and Mary perspective, that's not gonna ball out of the park, right? That's what we would hope the students would get out of it. And I think that's what TRADOC benefits from. Absolutely, and I feel like being the force of choice is always a moving target on how we can keep up and continue to be that the army that people depend on and trust and continue to um, want to be a part of because I know these interns they may not have seen themselves as part of the army team but they are in fact and they're all making incredible differences and even Helen who was part of our volunteer program she's still continuing to make a difference and um, and within our government so I think these are just really vital and critical elements of the army and DOD so I know I'm encouraged by it because like I said I have worked with um, every kind of intern through Hannah's program as well as Miss Anthony's program and they're just phenomenal individuals and they're like you said highly motivated and I think it's just because like you touched on sir it we allow them to challenge us in a constructive and mentored way to help us kind of reshape our mission in the way ahead they're part of something bigger um, and continuing to shape their careers and they're heard and seen and um, are able to really get in there and, and get dirty and share their, their skills and knowledge. So it just it's incredibly encouraging to me seeing um, who came into the government as the, in the old school way, but I think this is absolutely incredible and I think um, we're, the future is bright with these intern programs for sure. Um, and unfortunately, we're starting to run out of time, so I wanted to kind of go around the table and uh, thank everyone for, for joining us, Ms. Anthony, of course, and Ms. Scott, and of course, Major General Christian and all the interns. But I wanted to see if any, Hannah, is there anything you'd like to say or leave our audience with before we sign off today? Just thank you for having us here today and do not hesitate to reach out, especially our centers. We will be pushing this down to you all to mirror these locally. And, um, you know, again, it's just great opportunities and students are very interested in coming to TRADOC. We love to hear that. We, we love them. Well, here at TRADOC, we're, we're ready to welcome them with open arms. Ms. Anthony, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I, just thank you for having us and giving us this opportunity that we can talk to you about this. And, uh, you know, I want to thank our leadership team because they listen to the interns. They ask them direct questions about how they feel about things. and it makes them feel a part of something bigger than themselves and and that is a wonderful thing um, and I want to thank 
the interns that work under me, I want to give a shout out to Rachel because she would never tell you this, but she is the intern of the year for her career field. Um, and the other crew online won an award for their career field for being the best article in the Army. So, you know, <laughs> neat. things are amazing and they lead uh, little guidance from me and I appreciate the heck out of them. That is some incredible news. You can't get much better than that. Like, that is just absolutely incredible. And why we, the whole point of this was to share these stories and really just encourage folks and demonstrate what's really going on. Um, I want to thank both of you again for joining us. Uh, Dr. Floyd, uh, is there anything you'd like to share with us from a William & Mary perspective before we sign off today? Well, just you know, behalf on our, on behalf of our team, the whole of Government Center, uh, the Global Research Institute, the Career Center, William and Mary Vet. Thank you for for being our friends and our partners in this uh, area. You know, we are here to serve, and we look forward to doing that in any way we can to help you all build the Army of the future. So, thank you for the love and attention you give our students. Thank you, Dr. Floyd, again for joining us. I know you're very busy with doing your regular things, but we incur we can't thank you enough for your continued support. Um, General Christian, is there anything you'd like to say before we jump over to our intern? Yeah, so real quick, hey, uh, Dr. Floyd, first off, appreciate your partnership and team being a great teammate and all this. And, and I alluded to this earlier, look, this is all about the people part of how we're trying to build the organization. It's not just the green suitors. It's obviously these young minds that are coming to the table, the experiences that we're providing them that cuts across the TRADOC enterprise, right? Now, just think of how cool that is, right? And then, of course, we as leaders get to benefit from their insights and their observations. So I want to thank uh, all the interns. I'm fortunate enough in my job that I get to see all of them just about every day and, and cause them to think a little bit as much as they cause me to think uh, even harder about my job. So thanks for everybody. I hope this has been a great use of everybody's time, especially for the folks that are online. Uh, I hope that you got a lot out of this, and uh, you have two really smart people here that know the intern program, so I would really ask you to reach out to them. If you want to know more, I think they can help you out uh, quite a bit. So Absolutely. Thanks. I couldn't have said it better myself, sir. Um, Rachel, is there anything you'd like to share uh, before we sign off? Um, nope. I think we pretty much covered it, but I just want to thank you all for um, you know making us feel valued and making us feel like a part of the team. Thank you, Rachel. Haley? Like Rachel said, I think we pretty much covered it. Um, if anybody is interested in this program, I highly recommend it. It has been the highlight of my college career and being able to um, hopefully call TRADOC my home one day. So I just want to thank all of you guys for this opportunity to speak out about this amazing program. Uh, Terry, how about you? Same. Um, thanks to everyone for the opportunity. Um, I hope something that, you know, one of us said today um, makes anyone that's, you know, in school, recently graduated, any veterans, um, they hope, hope this gives them the, the drive they need to take the chance to, to try to take advantage of this amazing opportunity. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you so much. Uh, Helen, is there anything like to, you'd like to share before we sign off from your perspective as a, a graduate of one of our internship programs? I was just going to say that I can't reiterate enough or emphasize the message that's already been said, but this is a phenomenal way to be able to serve your country without having to gear up and gain such phenomenal experience. So I highly recommend it to anybody that's interested. And thank you again, Tradeoff, for like, this opportunity and helping me excel in my career path. 
thank you all again. We can't thank you for uh, taking your time out of your busy days. We know you're incredibly busy doing great things here. Um, we also want to thank anyone who has joined us today online. Um, programs like these internship programs have become vital pieces of TRADOC's success. The individuals who participate receive quality mentorship and leadership from experts across the entire enterprise giving each intern the opportunity to learn knowledge and skills they can later apply to their educational and professional growth is just incredible. Working side by side with Army leaders allows interns to gain practical, real world experience unique to any other internship that may be available to them. The internship pro programs here at TRADOC are a true testament to the organi organization's continued dedication to putting people first and building a truly diverse, talented and professional workforce. We'll be taking a little bit of a break from our usual monthly LPD webinars next month due to the upcoming 2021 Department of Defense Warrior Games happening the 12th through the 22nd of September in beautiful Orlando, Florida at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex and none other than Disney World. Stay tuned into all of TRADOCs as well as the Warrior Games social media platforms to stay up to date on all of the incredible athletes as they compete down in that area. We'll be back in October for our usual webinar, so watch our social media channels for information on exactly the details of when that'll be. We hope you'll join us. And as always, victory starts here.